All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You're listening to The Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Experience all the excitement of the casino on your desktop or mobile device at PlayAlberta.ca. Sign up and receive a $50 welcome bonus using the promo code CASINO50. Oh, and uh, Eric, I'm sure today uh, people in uh, Montreal and aren't overly ecstatic because uh, they lose to the uh, the lowly Sharks. The Sharks end a 12-game losing streak uh, last night. Uh, but overall, you know, this start to the season for Montreal, it seems like it's it's there's there's been more positives overall than negatives. Is that fair? I think it's fair considering what happened at the beginning of the season. First of all, it's good to speak to you, Jason, and also, you know, extending my condolences to the families of these two gentlemen that I didn't know all that well, but certainly knew of and, and knew a little bit and uh, very sad news out of there. And when we lose members of our community, um, it has reached all the way uh, across the country, here included. Um, back on the halves and what you asked me, um, yeah, it's been relatively positive in that they've been able to take a step forward despite another year of some pretty crippling injuries getting in the way of what should be progress. And they haven't let that stunt their growth. That said, a little two-game slide here against Philadelphia and, yes, the lowly San Jose Sharks. I don't think it matters as much that they lost to the Sharks or even Philadelphia, which has been a pretty good team this year. I think the way they did it is what they have to be concerned about because for them, the way to move forward this year is in growing their identity, their culture, the, the style of game that they want to play. And all that which was built up over the last month wasn't evidence in the last two games. And they're going to have to stop that real quick against an Edmonton team that I think we can all agree is playing way better than they did 
at the beginning of the season. Oh, yeah. No, the, for the last two months, the Oilers have arguably been the best team in the National Hockey League. Uh, offensively, just not offensively, but also defensively. And uh, they're not relying heavily on, on Connor McDavid. And, like, he's only, not only, but, like, most of the top players, I was crunching the numbers, most of the top guys in the league are, you know, in around 36 to, well, Kucherov's 49% this year. But, you know, you're kind of around there for your top guys in production. McDavid's at 41 He's, you know, he's not at a high end. He's not a low end. He's kind of right where he is. And uh, I think that's helped Edmonton. But more importantly, suddenly they're a team that doesn't give up a lot. Um, Montreal has been getting very good goaltending regardless who's in there. What do you make of the goaltending situation? Because you look every day there's more goalies getting hurt, Eric. It's unbelievable the amount of injuries to to goaltenders. Do you see Montreal moving one of their tenders before the deadline? And I think it's going to be Jake Allen. And I don't think that's much of a secret at this point, despite how much of a pro Jake has been with Montreal. Um, you know, you have two guys who are much younger and a, a part of their future. And I think, you know, Sam Montombo got some runway to prove that he could be a big part of the future. And Caden Primo has got an opportunity in them keeping three goaltenders to prove that he could be a part of it, period. And especially two years junior from Montombo. You know, it puts Jake in that situation where he's kind of the odd man out. Now, that said, Jake has played really well. And, like, you could go to the numbers and say, oh, I don't know about that. Or, or the fact that he, you know, has struggled to win games for them recently. Um, but the way the team has played in front of them hasn't really given him the best opportunity, whereas he has given them an opportunity to win pretty much every time he's been in the net. And he's just the consummate professional. And at $3.85 million, you know, I look around the goaltending market because it's been a hot topic since the beginning of the season. And I'm sure fans in Edmonton are looking around the goaltending market nonstop for the first couple of months. Like, you're either looking, it's kind of saturated with unproven choices on one end and on the other, um, guys who you would, who have a bit of a track record, but you'd be taking a real gamble on to, believe that they could be better than what you currently have. And I'm not just talking about Edmonton. I'm talking about any team considering adding in a goaltending department. Where Jake kind of fits in that whole market is a guy that you know exactly what you're going to get. And he's a reliable goaltender, an extremely good teammate, and a leader and a veteran, and just has been there and been through the motions, been a Stanley Cup winner, and I just think if you're a team out there with a young goaltender kind of leading your charge and you just want that reliable factor behind him to help support him and also come in and be able to win a game for you, that's what Jake can do. And I, that's why I think this situation will get resolved because I think there's, an, there's enough teams out there that understand that's what Jake Allen's about. And at $3.85 million from here to the end of this season and through next season, um, I don't think it's too prohibitive, especially with gap going up. No, not not at all. And when you see so many injuries around, there's lots of teams that uh, that should be interested. Um, you know, when you look at Allen, do you think he's like a one A one B, like a split duty guy? Do you think he can still be a starter, or is he just a really good backup? Well, he's he's a really good backup. That's exactly what he is. If, if for whatever reason an injury occurred and he was thrust into the starter's role, he's not too old to be able to handle that and handle that as well as you would hope somebody would in that situation. But what he really is, 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 like I said, he's such an exceptional teammate that being in the support role and the veteran kind of presence that he has and the experience he's gained puts him, puts him in a, a favorable position to be able to fulfill that obligation probably better than a lot of the other options that are on the market. 
Eric Engels joins us from Montreal. Uh, Eric Slavkovsky, you know what? It seems like we're starting to see progress in his game. I, I was a big uh, proponent. I, didn't, I don't like rushing players to the NHL, especially teenagers. Uh, it's littered with teenagers that struggle. That's, that's obvious to me. But uh, Slavkovsky, I know his, uh, people will look and say, ah, four goals, 15 points. But his, like, he's playing more minutes a night. He's playing, I think, like 16 or 17 minutes a night. And he, he just seems like he's, you know, he's starting to come around, which isn't a shock to me. But how have you seen? him on a game-by-game basis what do you see as the biggest improvement in his game yeah I think we're still like a year or two away from the points representing what he actually is on the ice and I think his biggest weakness coming into this year was his ability to read the play at this speed and positioning away from the puck and to put himself in position so he would get the type of quality touches that inevitably with repetition would turn into points at this level. And that's exactly what's happened. He's turned, not only that, he's turned a weakness into a strength. His play away from the puck is not just good. It's representative of why he was chosen first overall in 2022. And knowing that, knowing what kind of skill he has, Jason, and like uh, the shot, the body, the, just the, the things that he might be able to do, as he gets more of those touches and starts to focus now on what to do with them, I think he's going to be the player the Canadians hoped they were getting when they drafted him first overall, knowing that at his size, as much as that could be an advantage coming in at 18 years old, it's, it's a project because he came over from Europe in, in an area where at his size, he never had to concern himself with playing even at the pro levels uh, on the big rink, just never had to be concerned about, what could come with with playing at this level in terms of the physicality and, and just the size and the speed of it all. So, you know, he's always been able to rely on his size and his skill. And now, you know, he's finally worked on, he's been able to work on those things that, that I was just mentioning to be able to take advantage of those elements. And he's only going to grow more into his body and learn more how to use it. So I, I'm, the potential is, is, is absolutely there. And he's starting to realize more and more of it as we go along. You have two eleven goal scorers in Montreal. One people would say, "Man, that's a great year," and the other guy people would say, "Well, I wish he had more." Um, Caulfield has eleven. Sean Monahan has eleven. Sean Monahan, to me, uh, you know, every arrow points to him being a really good trade deadline acquisition for for a team. Although I wonder, like, would Montreal? Is there any talk you think of them re-signing him, or is it a foregone conclusion he's getting moved? Yeah, I could say that externally, there's all kinds of talk about it. Internally, I don't know how much talk there is other okay. than engaging what his value would be on a contract. Because I always say this, when you're a general manager in this league or you're a management team evaluating whether or not you should trade a player, the evaluation is always based on what that player is worth to you and what that player is worth on the market to you. Uh, and I think, you know, ultimately regardless of whatever conversation they have with Sean to find out what it would cost to maybe keep him around Montreal, the answer is going to be that the value on the market is probably too high to walk away from. You said it. It's been, it's been a really, really strong year for him. And, uh, you know, you add that guy to any team in the league that's looking to contend and potentially use him as a middle six forward that can pop up and down and play in all situations and with the experience he has and just what kind of character he has. Um, you know, we're looking at a, a trade asset that the Canadians, as much as they appreciate what he does for their group, probably wouldn't be able to turn away from when uh, when that time comes. And uh, what about Caulfield? He's got 53 more shots in the next forward in Montreal. He's shooting a ton. He's got 147. Is it just bad luck, Eric? Is he shooting from distance too much? What are you seeing? 
well, part of it's bad luck for sure. I mean, you don't go to, a, you know, a shooting percentage that's cratered, you know, in comparison to what your other years at every other level of hockey have been and, and say that there's no luck involved. Obviously, there's some of it. doesn't mean he can't be better. There's other elements in his game that he's worked on with Marty St. Louis, and I think he's not getting probably enough credit for that. He's becoming a bit more of a complete player. That said, he still has a ways to go in terms of playing without the puck and getting himself, you know, what he's really focused on with St. Louis is getting himself in between coverage uh, so that he can get more of the quality opportunities instead of just the volume shots. And I think a factor here is also like, here's a young player with limited experience in the league who's coming off a season ending injury and rehabbing and coming back. And it's just, you know, it's 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 an experience. It's a learning experience. Do I am I concerned that Cole Caulfield will stop scoring goals at an elite level in this league based on what he's done so far this year? Not really. If this were to extend for another season, then we might be having another discussion. Eric, great rundown, man. Uh, enjoy the game tomorrow. The orders uh, for the first time ever. Uh, we'll try to win. Uh, well, not first time ever. They've tried, but they've never done it. Uh, won ten games in a row. So uh, we'll see if they. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. can do it tomorrow night in Montreal, the, uh, the home of hockey. So it should be a good game. Appreciate your time. Take care, Jason. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.